Good morning, and thanks so much for tuning in today. Whether you're enjoying your morning coffee, on your way to a hike, or headed to breakfast at one of our many chamber member restaurants, we appreciate that you're joining us for Profiles in Business. This is our opportunity to talk business and highlight what's happening in our community. Joined by Ashley Barbera, Director of Development with Arizona's Children's Association. But before we get to Ashley, we want to talk about some of our sponsors for Profiles in Business. These sponsors are members of the Tucson Metro Chamber because they support the work we do for workforce development and talent attraction, our work on state and local legislative issues, and more, all impacting our community right here in Tucson. After all, our mission is to champion an environment where your business thrives and our community prospers. When we work together, we'll create change for the better and create collective impact. So I want to thank some of those show sponsors that allow us to fulfill our mission. Southwest Gas, Southwest Airlines, South 32, and Sonora Quest Laboratories of Tucson. Another one of our great supporters is our guest this morning, Ashley Barbera. Good morning and welcome. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Ashley, can you give us a little bit of your background and history and your relationship to Tucson? Sure. I'm actually a born and raised native Tucsonan. About myself, I'm married and have two boys, uh, two little boys. And I think that helps as to why I'm, you know, I'm so passionate about serving children and families in the Tucson community. And that's, that's what led me to Arizona Children's. Well, that is absolutely something we have in common. I myself have three boys <laughs> and definitely keep me on my toes. That's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So why don't you talk to us about the Arizona Children's Association so that our listeners can better understand what that organization is and its mission? Absolutely. Uh, so the mission of Arizona Children's Association is to protect children, empower youth, and strengthen families. You know, our vision is that every Arizona family has the resources and the support needed to be safe, strong, and resilient. Um, Arizona Children's Association was actually founded in 1912 right here in Tucson. Um, it was actually founded as Arizona Children's Home. And it was um, a place to care for homeless children, neglected and dependent children. Um, throughout the years, um, it changed and Arizona Children's Home adapted and it, you know, adapted to meet the needs and, you know, the changing needs of the growing environment of Tucson and the changing need of children and families. We create different services um, to help support the community. And we're now one of the oldest and largest statewide comprehensive child welfare and behavioral health non-for-profit agencies in all of Arizona. How did you become involved with ACA? Well, I have a background in philanthropy, um, and it's always been a passion of mine, like I said, serving children and families. And actually, I've been with Arizona Children's as the director of development for a year now. And it was actually at the height of the pandemic when I really felt a strong, a strong pull towards child welfare and behavioral health. I knew that at the end of the day, children and struggling families would really be the ones affected the most by the pandemic. Um, and I wanted to be sure that um, I was part of an organization that would work to support vulnerable children and families. Um, and that really led me towards ASCA because I really wholeheartedly believe um, in our mission. 
So let's talk about how you fulfill that mission. How specifically do you serve the Tucson community? Yes, yeah, so we have several, several different programs and several different sort of outreaches that we do. Um, basically, we work to provide safe environments for kids. Um, we promote healing from trauma, assault, and abuse, um, caregivers and families. And of course, we guide at-risk youth, and that would be younger youth and youth aging out of foster care. So supporting caregivers can mean through our kinship program. So there's a lot of there's a lot of grandparents raising kids now. There's a lot of aunts and uncles, and there's a lot of family members that are stepping in to care for kids. Um, and you know they didn't plan on becoming parents, and they maybe don't have those resources or the skill set needed in, in today's day to kind of guide and help those kiddos. So that's what we're talking about, and giving parents resources by you know we have tons of education courses that we can take to help whatever caregiver family needs to support the kids, providing a safe environment like our foster care and making sure that all kids have a safe and loving home. So we kind of have lots of different services, like I said, foster care, adoption, um, behavioral health, trauma response services, kinship, parent reunification, parent aid, education, mentorship. Um, and you know, we're constantly changing these programs and adding programs as we see fit and as the need comes up in the community. Sounds like this is a really large organization. Do you know about how many employees are are serving our community here? Yeah, volunteers. Since we are statewide, I know in Tucson alone, there's about 200 employees just here. We're we're massive. We are statewide, and because we have a lot of programs, we do so many different things. Um, And that's one of the challenges when I speak about Arizona Children's is because there's so many different directions that you can go into because then because we're so large, but also just because the need is so large, right? Not everyone fits in, in one category. You know, you have kiddos that are being raised not by their parents. You have kids trying, you know, parents trying to get the skill set to get their kids back into custody. You have parents that just want to be better parents and take courses. Um, we have a lot of um, foster parents who are, are helping out, and we also provide adoption services. So, there's a lot of different things. I think behavioral health is huge too. Um, in Tucson specifically, we have Las Familias, and it's a specific program to help kids who have grown up in, in homes with sexual assault and abuse. And so it's a therapeutic program to help kids um, communicate and thrive um, and heal from those situations. So yeah, we, we definitely do a lot and we serve, um, we actually serve about 40,000 children and families statewide every year. 40,000 families. Yes. That is um, an impressive number and sad that there's so much demand for that. It is. It's, it's both impressive and sad. Um, Arizona Children's, like I said, Tucson um, is founded right here in Tucson. So we have a corporate office in Tucson. Um, we also have a corporate office in Phoenix, but we have sites in all 15 counties in Arizona. Um, so that's why that number is so large is because we are all throughout the state of Arizona licensing that has to happen and a lot of safety, you know, clearance cards and a lot of stuff like that. Um, But we do use volunteers a lot for mentors, um, for, you know, our mentorship program. We use a lot of volunteers when it comes to kind of fundraising and events and just spreading the word about what Arizona Children's does and the services that we offer. Um, We're always happy to have volunteers. Um, A lot of our donors are, are also really great volunteers in helping to help out our programs. Good morning. I'm Amber Smith here with Profiles in Business. Our special guest this morning is Ashley Barbera from the Arizona Children's Association. Ashley is here talking to us about 
the enormous diversity of services that Arizona Children's Association offers. And I was just about to find out where are the highest demands of the services that you offer? Yeah, so I, I would say that the biggest demand is probably behavioral health and foster care. Also, the, the biggest demand for our agency is striving for sort of emergency funds. You know, a lot of our kids need emergency housing. Um, a lot of our families need help getting their electric bill keep, to keep going um, with, you know, gas cards and phone bills. So those sort of basic emergency funds is, is really the greatest need. Um, and that's what a lot of our fundraising goes to is towards kind of the basic needs that, you know, our families are sort of already struggling to provide to their children. And so I would say that's probably the biggest need. You know, the other the other need that we really do have are for basic, you know, items like hygiene items. And um, we do a ton of back to school drives and getting kids school supplies and backpacks. Um, we're always in need of diapers and wipes, um, clothing and, and shoes, those new clothing, new shoes, those kinds of items um, are always accepted and always needed. The need is just is just so great because, you know, about 14,500 kiddos enter um enter the foster care system. I mean, that's, that's insane a year. So 14,500 kiddos enter the foster care system. You know, I, um, I was about to ask about specifically that one piece. My mom was adopted out of an orphanage. And with the services that you provide, are you offering support to existing foster parents? Or are you also helping to identify and provide the resources to grow the number of people able to become foster parents? Absolutely both. So we want, you know, and it's funny that you say that because the amount of licensed foster care families and parents has dramatically decreased, um, especially since COVID and the pandemic. Arizona Children's Association alone, we had about 650 licensed foster families. Um, and after the pandemic, it's gone down to 400. So, you know, not as many people opening up their homes or becoming licensed fosters right now because of the, the pandemic. So both, both on that, you know, trying to absolutely recruit safe, healthy, happy foster families that our kiddos can go to, um, but also helping our current foster families to get the support they need. A lot of these, these families are struggling themselves and then open, also opening their homes up. And it shouldn't be, you know, it's an additional burden that it really shouldn't be. We should really help as a community um, to help these parents and honor these, these foster parents for doing such a wonderful thing for the kids in the community. So it's twofold. It's, it's one, trying to get more licensed foster families um, to take on the kiddos that are so, you know, desperately needing that environment, but also helping foster current foster families. And like I said, current kinship families and grandparents that are raising kids and just giving everyone the resources to help these kids get what they need. Obviously, a lot of them are, have come from traumatic situations and they have a lot of trauma to deal with on their own. So it's getting these kids the, um, the help they need, the therapy, the services they need um, to really, really succeed all of what we do in all the different ways throughout all the different programs. So another effort that we're involved in has really highlighted the high demand of mental health issues and demand for services through COVID. How are you guys able to help in those situations? Absolutely. Yeah. So we have several different clinicians and therapies, behavioral health programs to help these kiddos get the help they need. Obviously, we know they were coming from traumatic environments and now the world is sort of handing, handing them another traumatic um, experience as well. 
so just getting the therapy and the services that they need and also helping out the parents as well. Um, you know, a lot of these families were already struggling and now they're struggling with job losses and, and other things that are kind of, you know, just increasing the stress load and the trauma on these kids. Um, so it's really all about making sure that the services are readily accessible for them and there's not hoops and barriers for them to get to to get the services that they need. Um, and that's what Arizona Children's does because we can access what they need and get them to the right therapy, the right services, the right program. Um, and that's why we have so many programs is because we really want to make sure that each child gets the help that they need. And that's why we, we kind of do so much because we do have to try to try to fit everyone in. We have tens of thousands of listeners on this show each week. And I'm guessing that there are many struggling families listening in. What additional services can you talk about that folks might not even know through them? And how would they access them? Absolutely. You know, the best thing to do is to start by heading to our website, www.arizonaschildren.org. When you get there, you can actually search, you can put your um, zip code in, and it's going to come up all of the different programs that we offer. So you can find out what's close to you. Um, I think that there's a lot of programs out there for parents that are struggling that they don't know about. Um, even, even things such as reading, reading and learning. So they do a book and they'll read with your toddler and you'll get to work one-on-one with a teacher to help you understand how, how we should be reading to our kiddos and how important pre-K care is and preschool is for kids. Um, there's different, you know, there's different seminars that kids, the parents can log on to, to learn about, um, parenting and gentle parenting and emotional parenting and how we can be supportive of our kiddos in all aspects, um, even their emotional needs. Um, and these are, these are things that, that take very little time and they can log on and get resources and then they can, you know, they can feel good that they're, you know, doing the best they can to be a better parent. Um, and, and everybody can benefit from those. I like to take them myself, you know, I, I preach about it. And then I'm also like having two little ones at home and it's, it's a lot for anyone. Um, so there's just, there's just so much the, the, the programs that we offer really, you know, there's a lot of kids that are going out on their own for the first time that maybe went bounced around from home to home or foster care family to foster care family. And now they're out um, trying to find an apartment and someplace to live or, you know, um, trying to understand how to budget a checkbook. I mean, these are all things that a lot of times um, can be lost when you're in the shuffle of foster care. Um, so we really make sure that, you know, we don't kick you to the curb at 16 or 18, whenever the, the, you know, the city decides you're an adult, we know that there's still so much that you can learn. And so all of those things and, and all, everything can be found on our website again, by, you know, by your area or by your program, whatever you're interested in, um, and resources can be there to help you. It's www.arizonaschildren.org. On the other side, for those that are wanting to help, You've mentioned a few opportunities like mentorship. How does that fit in and what does that role look like and uh, prerequisites for someone that thinks that would be interesting for them to get involved? Absolutely. So if you go onto our website as well, you can um, click on an application to fill out for mentorship. There's a lot of different things that go into mentorship because we have to do obviously background check and have fingerprint clearance and all that to make sure that you're appropriate person that should be with youth, but really it's helping these kids from anything from guiding them with career choices, with um, next steps in their lives and their personal lives. Um, It's giving them, you know, a solid figure in their life that they can look up to. They might not have parents or any family. Um, So it's really important um, to just build that kind of connection 
um, and that kind of bond to help them with somebody else in the community and, and just the satisfaction to know that someone cares about them and someone cares what their next choices are and what their next steps are. A lot of these kids can be faced with going down a not so good path because they have limited you know options and so we really we really count and love our mentors to kind of help give that extra guide that extra step to help push them in the right direction help them with you know deciding on schools and and looking at where to go and, and appropriate housing and building appropriate relationships that's a huge one you know your mom always told you you know you are who you associate with or you are who your friends are um, but that's so so very true and it, you know helping our kiddos to pick appropriate friendships and relationships that that's only going to help further them in a, in a positive way. And yeah, you can head to our website if you're interested in mentorship, you can fill out an application, someone will get back to you and see if it's a good fit. And it's just, it's just a great program to help those kiddos who are, you know, going to be leaving their foster families and going to be stepping out onto their own. Um, and like I said, there's, there's a lot of different ways and things that, that can happen at that age. And so the, the mentors just make all the difference in giving them that guide and helping to kind of, you know, just guide them into appropriate choices. And all of that can, can be found on the website as well. Many forget that those that are responding to the needs of, of everyone crushed have been hit just as hard through COVID, Absolutely. whether financially. So can you talk to us a little bit about how AZ Children Association has been impacted by COVID? Absolutely, yeah. Um, so like I said, the biggest, you know, the biggest thing is the the lack of foster families. You know, we, we can't place these kiddos because so many people um, have not extended their license or just aren't getting licensed anymore. Um, the same with mentors, you know, that number is low. Um, you know, we, we did a lot of out, you know, outside tabling opportunities or in-person events and in-person recruitment events and all those sorts of things have sort of been canceled. You know, we have a great donor base and we have a great you know the community is amazing and they really do support us but i know that there's the covid fatigue you know and people have supported and people are you know can it can get tiresome right and you know always there's there's such a huge need out there and that's why we at arizona children's we're so incredibly grateful obviously for our sponsors and our donors but we're also so grateful for those that just pick up an extra pack of diapers um, or pick up an extra pack of wipes you know those things make just just a difference you know buying school supplies. You know, I have so many wonderful moms that just go and when the school supply goes on sale, they just buy it all and they'll, they'll drop it off and they don't know. We'll take those down to our sites in Nogales, our sites up in Phoenix. I mean, we'll spread out all of those resources to get them to the kids that need them the most. I mean, it just makes such a difference. Everybody is kind of struggling, even the, you know, every, it's a trickle down effect, right? And it's not just, it's not just those who are already vulnerable. We're so grateful for any support, be it your time or volunteering, or like I said, just picking up an extra an extra thing of diapers at the store, um, all the way up to being a corporate sponsor for us or, you know, being a major donor for us. There's just so many ways to get involved and nothing is really too small um, because some, you know, no matter what, what you can give us, we can make sure it gets into the hands of, of a child or family that needs it. When I know that there are some pretty tangible ways for others that do want to be able to write that check. Can you talk to us a little bit more for, for some of our listeners that might have the capacity to do that? Absolutely. So one of the greatest things that we have is our corporate sponsorship program. Um, so our corporate sponsors are just everything and they get to pick exactly which program they want to support. And we have a lot of really great marketing incentives so that we can help promote them. Um, we really look at it as a partnership. 
Um, we're proud of our sponsors that support us and we want to tell the community about them as well. So we put a lot of work into marketing our sponsors and making sure that they're also getting something out of the fact that they're supporting Arizona Children's. And we make sure that the community knows that they're a corporate sponsor for us and that they're making a difference for children and families. In Tucson specifically, we have our Penny Pitch event that happens every year before Christmas. It's a great way we do a, we get a lot of sponsorships with that and that goes to support emergency funds. And we're also going to be doing a golf tournament and it'll be the first big event that Arizona Children's does. It won't be until um, next year, but we're also going to be taking sponsorships for that. But year round, always offer our corporate sponsorship program. And that's, that's the big one. It's, it's something that helps our programs keep going. So I never have to say no. So when I have a, a supervisor call me and say, Hey, I have a kiddo that, you know, doesn't only has one pair of shoes for school, or we just got a kiddo who has, you know, doesn't her mom doesn't have any gas this week to get her to school or we have you know what I mean all these things I, I never have to say no because I have a corporate sponsor that's going to support that program and it just it just makes all the difference in our children and families and it also helps our staff you know that the burnout is really really real in social services it's a really really tough tough place to work it's it's rewarding but it's day in and day out of seeing the stuff that not everyone wants to see um, and so it also helps our staff to know that we have the support of the community and we have all these businesses that, you know, they appreciate not only they're not only doing it for our children's and family, but they're doing it for our staff and for, you know, our caseworkers and our clinicians and people that are in the field going out and helping these kids and getting these kids into safe homes and safe environments. Seeing that we have business supports and, and local um, companies support us, it makes all the difference for them as well. They can take pride in what they're doing and knowing that the community truly backs them. Ashley, are you guys a registered 501c3 that offers the dollar for dollar tax credit? We are. Absolutely. Yes. F foster nonprofits, some are just for 501c3s and some are for military families. So I always highly encourage our listeners to uh, Google the Arizona State Tax Credit Nonprofit. You can put all those words together and it'll <laughs> populate a list for you. You can look at it through location or through cause as to what nonprofits you'd like to contribute. And it sounds like Arizona's Children Association would be happily able and willing to take that tax credit as well. Absolutely. And you can also go to Give Local, Keep Local. That's a, a local coalition as well of nonprofits. Um, and it's absolutely right. It's dollar for dollar. And, you know, if you know you're going to owe at the end of the year, you, you can literally choose who gets your money. I mean, it's it's so important. It's so important and, you know, to make sure your tax dollars are going, going where you want them to go and, and going to where you know they're going to make a difference right here in Tucson. It's a really, really great opportunity and program to take advantage of. I love that. You talked about how folks can drop off new shoes, school supplies, diapers, wipes, really any of those type of, I'm assuming hygiene, supplies, everything. Where could they do that? So our office is located um, here in Tucson. They can also email us. If you just email info at arizonaschildren.org, we can pick it up from you and you can get more information about our address and all of that. Again, that's just info at arizonaschildren.org. So you can have a donation. Um, you can also, you can do, um, like I have some, some people who don't really wanna go out and they don't wanna really do shopping, but you can designate a gift. So you can give a dollar amount um, you can give a check and say, I want this to go towards diapers and wipes. I want this to go here. Um, everything will be 
we'll take in and, and then we'll follow up with you and get you um, kind of results on exactly what where those items went and how they helped the community. Um, so it's a really great way to, to see your money be spent, to get to see where it went and how it made an impact. Um, and, and that's really big with Arizona's children is, you know, anytime, even giving for the tax credit, we will always follow up and let you know the impact of your dollars. Um, because it's really important to see where that's going, what what Arizona Children's does with it and who it goes to is really important because we know right here in Tucson, right? We're saturated with nonprofits. There's there's a lot of nonprofits here, um, but it's important to know where that money is going and you work hard for your money and you want to give it, you want it to go to a, to a good place and to a good home. And so we're really great. We have a great development staff that helps um, and works to, to get you that information so that you always can know that you're in-kind items and your donations, that everything went to our children and families. That is awesome takeaway. So any final remarks? Just, I just wanna thank you and I just really wanna thank the Tucson community for all of the support. Um, your business is looking to do any sponsorships and you know, I'm take advantage of the dollar for dollar, um, just head to our website. You can also email me directly. Um, so my email address is abarbera at arizonaschildren.org. Um, and I'd be happy to talk with you and figure out something that's going to work for you and just help you so that we can help make the biggest difference that we can for children in Tucson. Thank you so much, Ashley, for joining us this morning. Thanks so much. It was great to be here. We are about out of time this morning. I want to remind our listeners how they can get a hold of Ashley and learn more about Arizona's Children Association. The website is arizonachildren.org or you can email them for a general request at info at arizonachildren.org. And Ashley would be happy to talk to you about corporate sponsorship programs or to direct you uh, should you have a specific question. And you can reach her at abarbera at arizonachildren.org. And make sure you have that S on there, abarbera at arizonachildren.org. I want to thank some of our Keystone members this morning. We have... Tucson Electric Power, Desert Diamond Casino, and Tucson Medical Center. Here we are in summer. We want to remind you to keep Tucson cooking. Vantage West Credit Union and the Tucson Metro Chamber have partnered up to launch an initiative to encourage Tucsonans to pay it forward to the community by dining local, shopping local, and spending local. And Ashley gave you guys a great tip that you can look up Give Local, Keep Local as well. For some ways to be able to donate specifically in the nonprofit community. So we want you to keep Tucson cooking. We want you to keep donating and supporting our community. I'm Amber Smith. Thank you for joining us today on Profiles in Business.